Ladies and gentlemen, we are here, another installment, another week, and a special day is we are here, um, excuse me, said that twice, um, but this is the journey. Um, if you excuse me, I am kind of sitting in the middle of a car with my friend at the moment, but he is with someone else, and so I just thought to myself, this would be a perfect time to kind of record I don't know how long you're supposed to get to. Uh, that's one. Two, I want to make an apology because I know this episode was supposed to be out um, around 12 and things of that nature. But unfortunately, I was not able to put... Uh, well, basically, I was helping my uh, older brother move, so I was gone basically all day, and which is why this is a very, very late podcast. This rarely, rarely, rarely happens because I will try to drop excuse me, an episode around 12 each time, um, 12, 12 p.m. Central Time. I try to stay consistent with it. These couple of weeks has been very uh, up and down-ish, um, so I definitely want to try to get you guys to doing that and stuff or not, so I, I apologize. Um, with that being said, uh, today is a special day because I still have two hours or like an hour and a half left, but today is my birthday. Um, yes, today is my birthday, June 1st, is when I was born, 1993. I am now 26, and officially in the bracket of being in my late 20s. There we go, I almost forgot what it was that I wanted to talk about or say. Um, so yeah, so uh, today was an interesting day. Um, and like I said, sometimes I have to continue to reiterate myself only because I want to make sure my main focus and goal is to be able to stay on the content that I am trying to create. So a lot of what this podcast is about is it's a mixture or I would say a multi-layer of things through my personal reflection. So through my personal journeys, through my personal experience, or you know, things that I've put myself in as far as like researching and things of that nature, um, you, we start to peel back the layers from each topic question answer or environment of things of that nature and when we do that what ends up essentially happening we start getting into the core root of the problem or the whole synopsis of what the issue really is and so you know most times it may sound like it's a juggling act that i'm trying to perform especially one that isn't as balanced or one that isn't as um one that isn't as, if I can try to find the word, um, one that isn't, I can't find the word. I, the world will come back to me, um, but, whew, excuse me, but like I said, I'm um, saying so yeah, today's my birthday, definitely didn't go for what it was to be expected, um, um, and not to say, because, Moving, having my, helping me move my brother was probably like the biggest, greatest thing, um, that was that happened so far this year. Outside of continuing to go to school and continue to do my podcast and stuff and whatnot, um, but like I said, since this is like, for me, this is like a personal journey, and you know, sadly, this is kind of why I don't celebrate my birthday in particular because I just. I don't necessarily have any feelings towards 
wanting to celebrate and move on to the next age because in my mind if it was that important I felt like everybody would kind of reckon reconcile with um with the with the notion of you know it's his birthday you know let's all like try to celebrate with him or you know see what he wants to do and, and things of that nature and stuff on I because um that just happens to be you know the past few years I've been stuck in Arizona and it was okay but I don't know, I just don't really celebrate my birthdays. Um, well, my birthdays. Yeah, yeah, I said that right. I really don't celebrate my birthdays. Um, and in the end result, it actually makes it end up, it makes it worse because then I really don't just feel like celebrating anybody's birthday. Because, like, you know, I want to put the effort in trying to... I want to put the effort in trying to kind of show the person what it is that, you know, what makes them so special about the day and and things of that nature, and I think it's very important that they should understand and, and, and know how uh, powerful they are, or, you know, how important they are, and, you know, those things in, in that nature, so, um, had an altercation as well today with my little brother, but I probably, I, honestly, I'm just not gonna go into details, because it's not needed, and things of that nature, but it is what it is, but uh, this week um, caught my attention, uh, I was talking to a friend, and we were having an interesting conversation, and can't quite pinpoint exactly, excuse me, what it was that um, we was talking about, but uh, it gave me the idea um, to kind of speak into capitalism. And I guess for me, when I look at capitalism, I look at a system that either is not necessarily in, I won't say cahoots, but it's not necessarily in a position, it's not necessarily in a position into to help society and I will talk more about that in my next segment so yes we are back it is here and uh, to uh, continue with the uh, segment uh, after our little intro um, totally forgot. I keep doing this because I'll be wanting to get into like the bag or the content and so, like, I always keep forgetting to do the shout-outs. And it's crazy. So, um, got to give a shout-out to my mom. Got to give a shout-out to my brother. And congratulations on him moving. Uh, got to give a shout-out to uh, my best friend, Sean. I was just with him, like, a couple minutes ago. Um, you know, got to give a shout-out to, uh, you know, people who are trying to figure their emotions out. Um, I think that's one of the things that I am dealing with. One of the things that um, has kind of hindered me from really looking forward to what it is that is going to allow me to like grow as a person and things of that nature. But, um, but moving back into kind of like the conversation, I, I guess a lot of, um, what this podcast is and I think 
I'm starting to get a grip on like not just having one topic of conversation, but having various topics of conversation. I think um, I'll kind of go in further with what it is that I was talking about the other day ago. But um, so yeah, so got into a conversation with a friend of mine, and we were speaking on. As a matter of fact, I will look for what it is that the conversation says if you here we go and boom 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 okay cool so it was a colleague of mine and we were talking at what was it so we basically I was talking to her and we had this conversation yada 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 and I was telling her oh she should listen to my podcast blah 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 and things of that nature and stuff on that um, and I I asked her uh, what was the training manuals for because she was doing like training manuals and things of that nature and so she was like I just work in the back I know I'm feeding into a corp world right now things of that nature and like uh, capitalism and then that's when it hit me and it was like I was like you know haha no it's just an experience that that's all at some point you'll be running it and helping the betterment of the community capitalism will not last long and then that's when it just hit me. It was an epiphany. Um, and to kind of push further into that, I think cast, capitalism systemically isn't necessarily helping the society in which we live in because I personally feel like there's racial implications even behind capitalism. There is classism, obviously, when you're doing... Um, when you're doing... Uh, when when you have a system like such as capitalism, and it makes it, I won't say it makes it different or difficult, but I think I think what is really the essential root of all of this, as far as like why capitalism is kind of struggling to, 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 well, or why it's in the conversation is because it, it pulls from, and I guess this is a, uh, kind of an article that I, I, uh, when I was, uh, reading through this week that talked about kind of like why capitalism is a problem. It's by Richard D. Wolf, um, from this, uh, website, the truth out. And he explains how, um, the, from the Great Depression and the Great Recession and things of that nature, you know, 11 turndowns in, in the U.S. between two global collapses and how much a lot of uh, of these issues came to have millions of jobs lost. Uh, depression was at an all-time high. You know, people, um, impoverished communities got worse and things of that nature. And, you know, we were hoping that resources would get better, but they got worse and stuff on that. And they were um, not used um, properly and things of that nature. And so he explains even further, talking about how leaders promise that there's ways in which we change it and things of those natures. And because of that, you know, all these promises and even, I mean, even for me as an African-American, it's sad to say, but like even Obama and what he was trying to do as a president it still never defeated the system. It, did, it still never wavered a system in which, because there was actually, 
a reference that my little brother made. Um, shout out to him. But I told him, you know, capitalism is like a water faucet. So the very top is basically the faucet. That's the the 1% that control everything. They have all basically the money in the world and and by the drop of a dime they can make things happen. So then underneath it there's 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 a there's a pair of hands which is the middle class. And so when you're trying to get some water, the middle class, you know, they try to keep that water, but it's kind of dissipating through the cracks of the hands. And so with that, you get the drops and that and those drops that land in between the fingers and the hands and, and you know, those are like basically the 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 poor class people and stuff and whatnot. And so that's kind of like the hierarchy that is built upon um capitalism. And so he explains that the system was and remains the problem. He talked like one of the things that I think is a very interesting a very interesting perspective is inequality. And I think a lot of the inequality comes from classism and then classism is very, is basically very much a derivative of racism because, um, and I and I say that because when you look at classism, you got to look at the spectrum of how many people are in that position to be wealth, uh, that that position of wealth. But then you have to look at also the race in which the wealth is have been separated and stuff and whatnot. So generationally speaking. White Americans have always generationally been like several steps ahead of every other race, not just in America, but in the world. And so because of that, um, you could look at how it trickles down from classism to racism to sexism and things of that nature. Um, you know, he this, he explained like even in the 70s that they had these issues and um, he runs it back today how like in the 19th century size gap between the richest 1% and everyone else is still here. Like there, there hasn't been a change since the 70s. And, you know, um, and it's starting to get annoying too because there was one thing that he did point out, um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Wolf here. And that was that Every time we have these conversations of capitalism and trying to find ways to like switch the system and, and make a system that's better for everybody in the society, the the very quote that he has in here is called disappearing middle class. And if you run back, even in this current campaign, even in, this, in these current campaigns of these elections, you can hear the rhetoric from some of the most profound, promising leaders of our nation even use this but then it's like we have to understand at the end of the day you have to illustrate what why it's going to work because we're at a day and age that no longer theories and hypotheticals is just gonna hope and pray and, and chuck and jive and and think that it's all going to be okay this is a moment in which we have to figure out how do we become better as society and the only way you do that is you have to go through these kind of challenges and through these challenges you have to actually challenge somebody or challenge someone or challenge the system and things of that nature and I don't think we have a group of people not just one person because a lot of people don't understand the role that a president plays is really minuscule like they don't really have 
much of a, a legality standpoint of really making change outside of making of vetoes and things of that nature. But um, when you have a Congress and a Senate that isn't willing to work for you, then it makes it all more difficult to really push yourself ahead and focus on building a better society. So yeah, it's um, we're back. Um, have another segment um, in in the making, and uh, I try not to do these as often. Um, just try to kind of wrap it around and and do some editing and and some building some better content, things of that nature. But um, kind of going into the rest of the article that I ex- explained. Um, from like the Great Depression, how it provoked economic reforms, and you have the New Deal, and like even when you hear that kind of conversation, and how you know you got um, Alexandria Osario Cortez, who you know is trying to promote the Green Deal and things of that nature, um, and how and how much we're trying to involve changing the system, um, the thing that he also gets kind of in details and I'll kind of read it kind of verbatim. Um, he explains, cause this is under a section that he calls what system change requires. Um, he talks about what differentiate, he asks what differentiate system change from reforms. Like when we have the ability to reform a new structure based on an old system that hasn't been working and stuff and whatnot. Um, ideally we have to understand what reforms are and a lot of it is referred to government interventions that still leave employers in the exclusive position to make basic enterprise decisions and those decisions basically are like what how and where to produce and what to do with profits and uh, what to do with profits and stuff and whatnot and so when you look at that across the landscape that that includes kind of the basic things that um that we deal with so from um from minimum wage laws to redistributive tax structures and to enterprises that were on, that are owned and operated by the government and things of that nature. And so he kind of goes through the other um, structures that have been built kind of like around the system with that kind of mindset. And he talks about like all these reforms basically have an essential or like a vital part inside every um, enterprise. And he explains like, um, all such reforms retain the core relationship inside in- enterprises as that of employer-employee with private or public—excuse uh, me, private or public directors controlling the mass of workers and making the public basic enterprise decision. Um, and I'll, like I said, I've been slacking, and I can't, and I have to put my mindset on this because. One of my two goals that I made is to really focus and work on my podcast, and I haven't been putting enough time and energy in doing that because I've since I've been home, I've been running with a chicken with my head cut off, and I never really had the time or the ability to kind of focus in and put, you know, my podcast because I don't want this to be like my side thing because eventually I want this to be like the main dish and things of that nature. But I will have this article uploaded um, and let you guys kind of, you know, Excuse me, <clears throat> guys. Let you read and things of that nature. Well, all in all, he talks about system changes 
entails the democratization, uh, the democratization of the workplace, the logic governing the economic system that no longer would be capital capital centric. Um, he's talking about particular relationships and core capitalism will have been superseded. So, you know, kind of there really wasn't there really is a hierarchy that kind of exists when it when you like the way he explains it is kind of like there's not necessarily a hierarchy. Rather, there is an open an open door policy somewhat of not just your your uh your bosses or the people that are like you know that run the enterprises but your employees they have an opportunity to kind of um deal with what it is that you know they're going through they have an opportunity to put their two cents in and things of that nature um and so a lot of that you know can be you know he explains you know the goals of driving economy based on democratic work coops uh, job security, quality of workers' lives, and reproduction of the workers, and coop core relationships, and these are But I don't really want to continue to keep going deep into this because I don't want to. Um, it's a pretty like I almost say hefty article, but um, it's pretty detailed. He definitely makes um, an impression on why it's important, and then you know there's racist implications behind capitalism because we historically look at how capitalism really launched itself, it was really off the backs of minorities, especially African Americans, um, Hispanic people, the indigenous folks, and things of that nature. And so, um, capitalism, I just think all in all, and I don't know if it's been like a brief subject because I feel like there will be an opportunity where we can talk about this a lot more. Um, but capitalism, essentially, I feel like it's going to get to a point where it's no longer stable. It's no longer suitable for the American society. And so we have to pick a direction in which we want to go. If, you know, if we want to go to socialism or whatever the case may be. Um, but, you know, that's kind of, I would say, capitalism in a nutshell. Um, kind of moving right along into like the next segment um and i think like i said i'm trying to as i continue this podcast and you guys kind of grow with me and 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 trying to figure out kind of the content in which i kind of like want to focus on and want to look into a lot of a lot of why i try to keep it fresh or i try to put myself in a position of of different beings or different articles and things like that it helps kind of it helps kind of focuses on kind of the neutral environment of the world like you kind of get a perspective but a lot of what I um, talk about is like I said it's from a personal perspective it's from an African American's perspective. Um, I didn't necessarily get into details as far as racism go, which I, again, I feel like there will be a conversation that will be had um, with a much larger panel because I do want to have that conversation on will capitalism exist any further than what we have right now. But, um, you know, going through um, just a day ago, um, so there was. I don't know if everybody remember, there is a woman who called Michelle Obama an ape. 
she is now going to prison for embezzling funds. And I think that is the most hilarious thing. That is the greatest way of saying what goes around legitimately comes around. Because at the end of the day, you know what you did was wrong. And that's not what you were supposed to do. And now you're here and you know, about to go to jail um, embezzling funds and stuff and whatnot. Uh, well, racism clearly still exists in the world. I, that was really short, but like racism still exists in this world. Um, see, but this is what I'm saying. This is like more of a, uh, uh, how would you, I don't say charismatic. That sounds terrible. But like, this is another one that's, that comes with karma. So there's a racist Airbnb host um, that was um, hosting um, black guests and she deliberately says um, which monkey is going to stay on the couch. So Airbnb has removed a racist host from its website. If our video exposed the women biased towards a group of black guests in New York City, a representative of, for the online, forum, online platform that facilitates homes, being shared, sent an email to News One saying that the host was removed from the platform. Swift action came after the video showed the unidentified Asian woman using the word monkey in a derogatory reference into, I don't want to butcher her name, Mesake Cicero. I know Cicero, last, I know the last name, but I can't really pronounce the first name. But, um, yeah, no, that's definitely bad business. And I just, as a matter of fact, I actually, I don't know what it is. When it comes to other minority groups, or when it's like the really cool white people that are your friends, because I actually had to deal with this today as an experience. So I have a friend of mine, um, really good guy, known him through my best friend um, for such a long time, and you know, growing up, he has always been around us. He's always been around African Americans. He's always been around black people. Today was probably the first time I ever heard him say nigger. And at first I couldn't realize, I couldn't figure it out. Like I'm, I'm thinking he, he might be saying something different. I think he might be dropping the M word, like nigger. I'm like, oh, you know, I, I, like, I don't know, like, wigger. Like, I'm sitting there thinking. But then when I sat in the car, I was sitting there thinking, like, he's really saying this N word. And. Man, have you ever just wanted to like slap somebody due to the fact that they feel like they didn't do anything wrong until you slap them and then they realize what they did wrong? Um, but I think even further, uh, with I don't know, problem problematically speaking, coming from a white person, it would. Of, it would be of an expectancy that for some would think that it's okay but when you hear something like this an Asian woman who would technically in and of itself would be referenced as a minority would call another black person a monkey for me personally it feels like being in this the United States, especially in America, we are still we are getting viewed as less and less to other people. Like we're getting viewed as 
monkeys. We're getting viewed as gorillas. We're getting viewed as the whole nine yards. And it's like, at what point do you really got to discipline yourself to make people understand that this isn't okay and, and things of that nature? And, you know, I was upset. It was it was uh crazy. It was just frustrating. Um and it's just I don't know, it's sometimes it just baffles me because then it really be us sometimes that we allow them to have this past to be able to say the N word. And like there's no disrespect to any of my best friends, any of my good friends that, you know, is not black that I've seen say the n-word but i I've, I've gotten to this point where it's like it's just an uncomfortable thing to hear somebody who isn't of african african descent say such a term in which it was never for you to use in the first place um moving right along um yesterday um so uh, yesterday we had a tragic incident um, God rest souls of these people. Um, they're unfortunately this is basically at three nineteen. Well, it's not. I don't think it was three nineteen a.m. But um, Friday afternoon, there was a suspected mass shooter who killed at least eleven people and injured at least six other at the municipal center in Virginia Beach on Friday afternoon. Uh, the person was defined as Dwayne Craddock, and the person who did the shooting, from what it, <laughs> excuse me, from what it looks like, the person that uh, Dwayne Craddock, who did it, they explained that he was a longtime employee who has been fired, entered a municipal building. Friday afternoon to exact revenge. I, uh, you know what? I'm gonna leave that alone. That's gonna be a conversation for another time because I feel like a lot of what he did. Yes, he has an evil soul, but I think part of that I feel like I'll, I'll just leave it alone. But um, I thought I'd give that out to people to understand and know that we have to stay updated about these things. We have to really know what's going on and really kind of put ourselves in a position where um, we have to put ourselves in a position to be aware about what our surroundings is. And like I said, I know I'm jumping through like a lot of topics, but I, I guess for me, this helps as far as like pre-production, kind of seeing where it is that we're talking about. And to be quite honest, some of the topics get can be kind of centered around um, the main topic of the the, the, the the focus objective of what we're kind of having the conversation for and, and things of that nature, which is basically capitalism. But um, I think to right now I have, I guess for me, I, I feel like it'd be right to only express this to my people and anybody who's been listening, but, um, and no, I'm not having any real issues or any real problems, but, um, I am going to seek therapy. 
I've been saying that for a very long time. I have been trying to put myself in a position to do it, and I never do. And I, I personally want to understand myself from an unbiased third party. Um, so, why you ask? Um, because after this past relationship that I just got out of and after being with my um and and after just the lack of the relationship that I, I thought I would have with my father I am starting to realize that I'm compartmentalizing my feelings into this estate of or this state of mind in which I disregard everything that has been ever felt and just kind of like go with it. Excuse me. Um, I'm, and I was trying to explain this earlier to a friend of mine that I was on the phone with and and it becomes a struggle because as I now realize what I've done so far within my 26 years of my life, for for one, it's for sure never been a good moment because I'm still doing things that, in retrospect, I thought I was able to take care of or what I was able to handle. <laughs> Excuse me. So with that being said, you know, I... I've, I've encountered people, and I think a lot of it has derived from my dad, in which I feel, like, lost trying to make this happen or trying to have a conversation with him or try to put myself in a position that allows me to really understand who he is as a person and why he does the things that he do. Um... But I feel like that might be a whole nother conversation that might be needed because I feel like at the end of the day, there are people out here that maybe need to hear how it is and maybe need to see how it is and maybe need to feel how it is and understand that, you know, we're all fighting a battle in which we can prove to ourselves. Because I was just talking to an amazing person just earlier today and explained it to her that the more I continue to think about what it is that I have problems with, the more I'm fearful to get myself into another relationship. And granted, um, you know, shout out to my mom. She always told me, just take it easy. You know, just just take it easy. But um, I definitely am going to kind of wrap this podcast up. Um, I do apologize for it being short. Um but I just had to make sure I got this episode in, not because I needed to, but because I know that there was a lot of things that need to be said for about this week. Um, but if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can always um, put it through the uh, channel, um, download the app. The app will allow you to be able to send voice messages through it. If you you got to find my show, you have to type in my full name, D A R R. 
N-E-L-L-A-N-T-W-A-N-W-E-L-C-H. Once you chop in that full name, it should be a picture of a back rose with mountains on it. It's called The Journey, um, which I'm trying to think whether or not I want to change the name or things of that nature. But who knows? <sighs> Excuse me. But um, so if you have any questions, comments, concerns, and you you know want to um, be a part of the show, you can look through there and it helps you with various options on how to be a part of the show. And things of that nature. But until next time. Stay safe. Be safe. Um, make sure. I think this is the biggest thing. That I'll probably give people away. Before you know we end the session of the show. Is. You want to start to be around people. That does not drain your energy. You do not want to be around people. Who drain your energy. And I say that with the utmost confidence. Because a lot of times we think we can be able to fix somebody. Who is already on the dark side. And then they you know, can't really click. And things of that nature. So. What, what has to be done. Is just you know just basically. A easy understanding of what the process is and what's going on and what's being dealt with and things of that nature. But I'm gonna wrap it up. Um, Till next time, please be safe out there. Enjoy your weekend, um, guys. And you know, I also want to give a shout out to everybody who said um, happy birthday to me today. I thank you. I love you guys. Um, I I will always and continuously cherish you guys. You guys are, you know, the real ones. Uh, But until next time, signing off. Peace.